The message you're about to listen to is a recording from God's favorite house. It is our prayer that you listen, your life will be transformed, and you will be taken to greater heights in your walk with Jesus. Amen. God bless you as you listen to this message. I did say we have a surprise for us, right? Um, okay. Don't have a guess. It was a surprise. Pastor, what's a surprise? Um, we have someone that is very, 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 very special in our midst today. If you were at the ATM service, I mean, God blessed us through him in that amazing way, you know. And 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 so and and we trust God to do greater at at the 10 a.m. service. So it's it's is pastored, is planted. How many churches? I can't remember. A lot of, but it's 35. 11. Okay. 11 churches. You know, I mean, but he's not pastoring anymore. He's, um, he's, 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 he's an apostle and he's heavily into the prophetic. Um, again, like I said, if you know me, I'm not giving to um, accolades, right? <laughs> no, I'm not. And I have a lot of friends, like I said. It's not every, of the, every one of them I invite here, really. So let's put our hands together for the Lord as we welcome Pastor Kunle Olawale PK to bring the word of the Lord from the throne of mercy. Let's keep clapping, 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 let's keep clapping. Come on, put your hands together, give the Lord praise. Amen. Father, we bless your name. We receive your word with thanksgiving. Holy Spirit, thank you. Equip us. Fill us with glory and praise. Jesus' name. Amen. You may have your seat in his holy presence. Let me say that there is no male or female spirit. There is no gender in the spirit. Alright? That's why God did not take of Adam, the man's spirit, to make the woman. He took of his rib. It's in the body and in our soul that we have what you call gender difference. The real you, I can't see. I mentioned this in the first service, and I think I owe it to you to mention that to you. The real you, we can't see. Take diligent care of the real you, which is not this body but your inner man. Thank God you're in a church where they nag on Bible study. Thrive. Can ask questions. Dig deeper. What you don't know about Jesus now, don't think automatically when you get to heaven you will know it. No, you will still study. Whether you like it or not. It's not you are not just going to know it. <laughs> Some of us will be your teacher. Your teacher might be the person sitting next to you. I'm telling you the truth. It's not just going to happen. You now know Jesus. You see Jesus, you know all things. No, no, it doesn't work that way. Okay, you have to put in a shift here. Okay? And be diligent. Let your heart. If you're going to spend eternity with someone, I think you, you owe it to the person and to yourself to know the person as much as you can. And it comes by his word. Amen. Mark chapter number five. It's a joy to be in the house with you this morning. This is God's favorite house. It's, 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 
Your testimonies are, in, are wonderful. Thank God for your lives. You, you will end the year better than you started it. Can we celebrate the, the senior pastor in the house and all the pastors? Amen. Pastor Femi and some few other pastors are only the ones I know that still fast and pray. <laughs> People don't fast anymore, you know, they just dress it, talk it, you know, you got the vibes and the, you, could, you could do things and make it happen, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That, that's, I'm serious. So much, so much, well, knowledge without power, articulation without grace. It's a disaster. It's, I don't know. The Lord will help us. A revival is coming. Everybody will wake up. Don't worry. You know, it, the ten virgins slept. It wasn't five. It was the whole ten that slept. When the trumpet sounded, how many of them woke up? The whole ten. No, not five. The whole ten woke up. Okay? The whole ten woke up. How many of them went with Jesus? Five. But it wasn't Jesus. They went with the bridegroom. <laughs> Wherever the bridegroom is. <laughs> All right? But it was, it was just a metaphor. Amen. So there's still a trumpet that will wake up all virgins. All of us will still wake up. And nobody's there yet though. Amen. Mark and chapter number 5. At first, um, in the 8 a.m. service, let me use the language of the house. In the 8 a.m. service, we, we started talking about uh, what do you do or when your faith comes under attack. And I did say, ladies and gentlemen, the devil will attack you irrespective of who you are. In fact, he's interested in your life, whether you like it or not. Talking about Jesus in Luke chapter 4, the Bible says the devil tempted him. And after the temptation, he left him for a, a while. <laughs> not finally. <laughs> His job is to keep coming. Huh? His job is to keep coming. Don't forget, the, the Lord asked him, where are you coming from? He said, from going to and fro, that's his business. Can you imagine traveling without a bus stop? <laughs> that's what he does all his life. Okay? Praise the Lord. Oh, in your life he has already failed. For him to do anything about you, he needs to go and undo what Jesus did 2,000 years ago. And he has no ability to go back in time. He has 24 hours like we have 24 hours. You need to understand. Oh, the Holy Ghost will give you a revelation of who Satan is. You won't have too much time for him. I'm telling you the truth. Young man, where's your wife? Call her for me, please. Affliction will not rise up a second time. Yeah. What we... Thank you, Jesus. Come on. Mark chapter number five. Mark five. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> the devil is just a loser. He fights promises. Fights is like anything, like no man's business. Mark 5, we're going to read from verse number 21. And we go to verse, we stop at verse number 24. Take a leap because there was an interjunction into the story. We'll take a leap and go to, um, come to verse. Number 35, and we'll read to verse number 43. Is that okay? So 21 to 24, 
from 24, we'll take a jump and a leap to verse 35. Um, then we'll read all the way to verse number 43. Is that okay? I'm talking to how now in the, in the 8 a.m. service, I told you how to position yourself so that your faith does not come under unnecessary attack. Some is not, it has nothing to do with the devil. It's just because there's a lack of knowledge and we don't pray our right. Okay? We don't pray our right. So the power of prayer, ladies and gentlemen, is if, if, you, are not, if you are not a Christian that has discovered the secret of prayer yet, you will suffer. And you will not suffer small. You will really suffer. But prayer is another day we'll talk about that. But please, grow yourself up in prayers. Anytime there's prayer in church, be present. All right? Use your alarm clock. Use everything to get yourself up at times to pray. Uh, when you get disciplined in that, the Holy Ghost, sit with him, okay? If you are not on duty. The Holy Ghost will use the time. Once you get diligent in that, you now find times when the Holy Spirit, you feel a physical hand touch you to wake you up at times. Alright? And you get to some time where your body clock kicks in, your spiritual body clock, at some particular times in the day, you'll be waking up or wherever you are, you just have a burden to pray. But please pray. The devil hates prayers. Amen. Okay, let's go back to our reading. I'll read verse number 21. You read 22. New Living Translation. Bros, I read King James in the morning. Okay, give me New King James. You don't have New King James? Okay, give me King James. Uh-huh. <laughs> God bless you. Amen. So I read 21 to 24, then 35 to the end. Is that okay? Uh, we read in the chronological order. I read the first verse. You read the next verse. Is that fine? Please don't murmur scriptures. Make sure you read those that murmur died in the wilderness. You will live in Jesus' name. <laughs> Tell your neighbor, pay attention. The, a church has a particular tradition. Whenever they are joining a couple together in marriage, they will tell the couple, at, the husband at some point in time, to read a, a verse of scripture to the wife. John 4, 8. Sorry, 1 John 4, 8. 1 John 4, 8 is, there's no fear in love. For perfect love cast out fear. But this brother could not wait. He was not. So he, he only heard John 4, 8. He didn't hear 1 John. He removed the one in front of the John. So he opened to John 4, 8. John 4, 8 says, you have had five husbands. <laughs> Leading to his wife, but the one you have now is not even your. <laughs> so tell your neighbor, pay attention. <laughs> and when Jesus was passed over again by ship onto the other side, much people gathered unto him, and he was near unto the sea. And besought him greatly, saying, My little daughter lies at the point of death. I pray thee, come and lay thy hands on her, emphasis, that she may be healed, and she shall live. Verse 35 now. While he yet spake, there came from the... From the, from the ruler of the synagogue's house, certain which said, Thy daughter is dead. Why troubleth thou the master any further? 
Poke your neighbor and tell your neighbor, be not afraid. Only believe. And he suffered no man to follow him. Ooh, I love Jesus. Save Peter, James, and John, the brother of James. Wow. And when he was come in, he said to them, Why make ye this ado and weep? In other words, why are you wailing? The damsel is not dead. The damsel is not dead. The damsel is not dead. That promise is not dead. That vision is not dead. That expectation is not dead. But sleeping. Verse 40. Can we read verse number 41 together, please? And it. And said unto her, Talita Kumi, which being interpreted means, I say to you, somebody say to your promise, come alive. My vision, come alive. My expectation, come alive. Poke your neighbor and tell your neighbor, come alive. In the name of Jesus. What do you do when your faith comes under attack? We've talked about the right positioning. Now, let me give you what you do. Now, I found that, ladies and gentlemen, it is so easy to know how to respond. Don't react. How to respond to situations. Just look at what Jesus did. That's all. Jesus, the Bible says, is the... Express image of the invincible God. In other words, whatever Jesus did in that situation is what God would do or what God does because Jesus is God. So God doesn't expect you to do more than this. He simply came to show us how we should live. If we can follow his examples. He said in the book of Luke, he says, it is enough that a disciple be as his master. If we just follow his example, we'll get results. Most times, we try to do things and in a way and probably um, in forms and manners that we feel is most appropriate. But no, don't forget the Bible says his ways are not our ways and his thoughts are not our thoughts. God is the only one that can use gasoline to quench fire. Ordinarily, you should look for water, but God will look for petrol to quench it. If you use petrol, don't use water. That is the problem. We follow the order of nature. Meanwhile, the Holy Ghost living in us is supernatural. Our God is supernatural. Our faith is supernatural. Everything about this work with God is, it goes beyond the natural. What do you do when your faith comes under attack? This is one time when Jesus' faith came under attack. Serious attack. And let's see how Jesus reacted and responded. Before I go ahead to elucidate this scripture this morning. Let me explain one point as a general point before I give you the five points you need to know. The Bible calls the man, the leader of the synagogue that came, craving his indulgence, his name is Jairus. Jairus, the Hebrew word means God enlightens. It is important, ladies and gentlemen, 
that for you to be able to have victory anytime and every time when your faith comes under attack, when it seems there's a challenge in you holding on to what you believe, you must have knowledge in God. You must be enlightened. You cannot give what you don't have. You cannot respond out of someone else's treasure house. It has to be out of, Bible says, out of the abundance of another man's heart. Out of the abundance of your heart, your mouth will speak. If it is not in your heart, let me give you an example. For some of us, whenever there is some occasion happen or some trouble just happen, our natural reaction is yea, mugbe, ah. Also, yami, all sorts. Our natural reaction is not Jesus. The Bible says, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord, but the devil will make sure that you will not know that one. Because, yami, ye, mugbe, orimi, isimo, all sorts. That one does not get you victory. The one that gets you victory, it will make sure you don't know. And as long as it can keep you in a state of ignorance, ladies and gentlemen, he has finished his job. So you can pray out of ignorance. You can walk out of ignorance. You can do things out of ignorance. But see, the truth is this. Ignorance is not an excuse in the law. It's not an excuse. The things of the spirit are very legalistic. God, <laughs> tell your neighbor, be enlightened. Yes. Study your scripture, please. I beg you, please, with everything in me, study your scripture. Bible study is just to kick you off on a study. Go home, study, sit down. Ladies and gentlemen, there is no book I've ever read in my life that I will ever read like my Bible. None. This is the only thing I don't share with my wife. Not because of anything, but because I hate it when any part of my Bible, it, the leaf is folded. My wife, because of the cares for the kids and blah, blah, blah. She can put her Bible somewhere, the kids will come right on it. You write on mine, you'll see the manifestation of the sons of God. <laughs> Since the day I understood that this is the greatest asset I have in my life. My, this, is the great, this is the most important thing in my life. And I've come to find out that the devil will do anything and everything. The devil will not stop you praying as long as you don't know what you are saying. Keep praying. <laughs> he knows that God doesn't see. There's a difference between what God can do and what God will do. God has capacity to do all things, but God will not do all things. He will only do the things that he has said he will do. If you don't know what he said he will do, you'll be asking him based on his capacity, not his promise. Can I ask you a question? How powerful is God? Can he put, can he extinguish the fire in hell? Can he do it? Will he do it? Why? He didn't say he will. That is all. No bit to the answer. He did not say, that's all. Can God kill your enemies? Will he do it because you're asking? No. Why? Why won't he do it because you're asking? 
scripture. Always, vengeance is, says, it is not yours, my sister. You can't take it. Vengeance is, it is still you who used to pass the judgment on when he's ready. When he's ready. It will now, by the anointing will come on you, you pass it. There will be no shaking of head or body. <laughs> you just say it. And you just say that the prayer of 55 years, <laughs> God will answer in five seconds. Because it is his time, not your time. So Jairus came. So tell your neighbor, be enlightened. Be at number two general statement. I want you to understand that there is a difference between grace and truth. You must know the difference between grace and truth. Let's go back to that scripture and bring out some things. Now, when this man came to Jesus, what did he tell Jesus? Come and do what? Lay your on what, what, what was the state of the daughter at that time? No, don't interactive. I'm teaching. Don't worry, I'll soon preach in, in the middle. We read a passage. Jairus' daughter was what at home? Talk to me, church. Sick. So when, whilst she was sick, the man came and asked Jesus to come and do what? Lay his hands so that she may recover. Okay, leave. Very good. Now, at some point in the journey, some folk came from Jairus' house and said to Jairus, don't trouble the master anymore. The sick girl, situation has escalated. The sick girl is now dead. When Jesus got there, please listen to me, you must understand the difference between grace and truth. When you talk about truth, you are talking about principles of God. When you talk about grace, you are talking about what God gives you so that you might live and operate in an abnormal manner in the principles. The Bible says, Jesus got there. Girl, situation had gone bad. Did Jesus lay hands on her based on the request of the Father? You are not with me, church? What did Jesus do? Jesus spoke to her. What did he say? Talita kumi, which means damsel, arise. The Bible did not say you lay hands on the dead and they shall rise. What did the Bible say? You lay hands on the and they shall recover. The Bible did not also say, let me explain, that this sign shall follow them that believe. In my name they shall cast out demons. They shall speak with new tongues. Uh, Mark 16, 15. They shall speak with new tongues. Did he say they shall raise the dead? In that passage? No, let's go. Please, you're looking at me funny this morning. Mark 16. Church, go with me. I want you to understand the difference between grace and truth. What did I say is another name for truth? God's principles. Principles. No, Mark 16. Yeah, thank you, 17. Bless you. Thank you, my brother. Can we read together, everyone, church? Want you read?
It's part of the promise. No poison can kill you. They shall lay hands on thee and they shall next verse. That's all. That's all. Now, raising the dead is not a sign that follows believers. <laughs> raising the dead is a gift of the spirit. Is an is a manifestation of the gift of the spirit. Gift of faith and the working of miracles together. All right? However, you can step into it in faith and the Holy Ghost will work with you. So it, otherwise, dead would not be rising anyhow. Okay? But what the Bible says is here, did he say you lay hands on the dead and they shall rise? What the Bible says? Now, you notice that every dead person that Jesus rose back to life in scripture, there was none of them that he laid hands on. Because that is not the truth. It's against the principles. The principle says, if you are sick, I lay hands. If you are dead, I speak. You notice also that Jesus did not get there to rebuke the spirit of death. <laughs> he had no business with death. You spirit of death, liver, mba. No, 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 no. Jesus spoke to the dead person, not death. Do you understand what I'm saying? When, when I, as a young believer, go on evangelism, as, I didn't even understand this. As far as I'm concerned, I can raise the dead. I'm serious. So I go on the street, evangelism, go on buses. That's how I started my ministry. <laughs> I would wear three-piece suits because I felt for you to be a preacher, you must be in suits. Three-piece, my brother, not two-piece, three-piece in the heat of Lagos. Enter more bus with my Bible. Apostolic Bible, very big, like they said, I don't know where I'm coming from. <laughs> Cavalry greetings in Jesus said, I will preach, 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 preach. And while in buses, demons were coming out of their own accord, sincerely. But I just believe that I'm also supposed to raise the dead. Jesus is also to use me to raise the dead. So one day I went ministering to a friend, telling him about Jesus. We play soccer together. Football, it's Nigeria. We play football together. So, God, the while we were preaching, his neighbor's daughter died. And I was telling him, I was preaching to him about something that had to do with Jesus, the resurrection and the love or something. <laughs> By the time I left, I don't know what, something just, I just had a feeling, because then I still didn't understand the voice of the Holy Ghost clearly. I, I just had a feeling I should go and pray for the baby. So I went. I told my woman, give me the baby. I prayed, the baby came back to life for sneezed. So as far as I was concerned, I'm anointed to raise the dead. <laughs> this sign shall follow them. I was part of the sign that should follow every believer. Since then, I began to look for dead bodies. I'm not joking. I'm telling you my own life story. The ones I, they brought, if they were dead before I prayed for them, after I prayed for them, they became deader. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> not one, not two, 50, 60, 70, 200 and something. After I went to God, because I wasn't reading my scripture. I was not, I was not understanding, I didn't understand the difference between grace and truth. 
So I now went, it was after I now went reading a book on the gift of the Holy Ghost. I now sat down, took time, almost three months, cover to cover, every miracle in the Bible, every dead that was raised and blah, blah, blah. blah. Then I now knew it's the Holy Spirit that does what he wants to do it. Since then, I'm not eager. <laughs> I'm not eager, but whenever I feel a kick, because it is not a sign that follows believers. It's a manifestation of the gift of the Holy Spirit, the gift of faith and the working of miracles. So I went. That's why when Tabitha died, they had to send for the person that knew had the, the gift of faith and the gift of working a miracle. His name is Peter. <laughs> Not that the, the Holy Ghost couldn't have manifested through anybody else, but they have identified that gift in this man. The last one I, well, not the last one, penultimate one I pray for. I have a friend, Peter. He's a general of myself, a ministry. He called me, I was about to in the office. Said the member of the choir died overnight. They've been praying, praying, praying. Doctor confirmed that dead. <laughs> so I went. He said, my friend. So we went, going there, we went praying. I've let my lesson. I will not go ahead and pray. Up. Get up. Did they? Get up. <laughs> Little. <laughs> I went to a corner. Holy Spirit, is this of you? Or not? <laughs> First of all. Then the Lord gave me a scripture. It was a scripture that came to my spirit. So when men slept, the enemy came and so traced. So I knew, number one, this is not the work. This is not God's will. So I stood there. So Lord, what do I do? After about 20, 40 minutes, can't remember exact time, the Holy Spirit now spoke to me clearly. Go and start shouting her name. Or go and call her by her name. And I now told everybody to stop. <laughs> the Lord had given a word. <laughs> the, whenever God, Hosea 14 verse 2, take with you word that return to the Lord. Anytime God gives a word, ladies and gentlemen, you can boast. Become 10 feet tall. He cannot fall to the ground. My steps changed. Turn everybody quiet. When the actor was her name, <laughs> I thought I would just shout her name once. And she would get up because the Lord has spoken. <laughs> I got there. Say her name was Sharon. I will never forget her name. Sharon! <laughs> Sharon, you don't get double. <laughs> then I kept shouting. Since he now said, just call her name. He didn't say how many times. <laughs> Sharon! Sharon! <laughs> That's how many times I shouted her name. When God saw that somebody would die here, <laughs> he quickly had to intervene before this boy dies on me here. Shut up! At that time, even me, I needed laying on the hands. I shouted her name so much, my voice was not together anymore. Finally, she sneezed and came back to life. To the glory of Jesus. She served me food. It's wonderful to see her. God is just amazing. Served me food at the birthday of the pastor's daughter. Amen. Serving the Lord. Now, <laughs> what am I saying? I've learned, it's not about you spirit of death, liver. Jesus never said that once. Go and read every place where the dead was risen. In scripture, nobody rebuked death. 
we are always focusing on the wrong things. It doesn't get us results. Elijah, or is he Elisha, son of the Shunammite woman, what did he do? Just laid on the man, didn't say dead. <laughs> know the difference between grace and truth. Please, it's important. Now, let's look at how Jesus addressed this matter. Don't forget, the guy asked Jesus to lay hands. Laying of hands is for the sick, and his request was correct. He didn't say, my daughter is dead, Lord, come and lay hands on her. No, 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 no. You don't lay hands on what is dead. What do you do to it? Speak. So, if you go by that understanding, and you go and read 1123 of Mark, where the Bible says, if you shall say to this mountain, mountain, be thou removed, and be thou cast to the sea, and do not doubt, it shall be done. Which means, ladies and gentlemen, every mountain is synonymous with death. Because with death, we speak. We don't lay hands. What is sick, what is sick, we lay hands. What is dead, we do what? In the name of Jesus, I speak under unction. Whatever is dead in your life that ought to be alive, comes alive this morning. I say it comes alive this morning. What did five things you have to learn to do quickly? Number one, look at verse number 35. Verse number 35. Can we read verse 35 together, please? Want to read, please? Verse 36 now. Hold on. Verse 36 again. Hold on. Verse 36 one more time. Hold on. You are not loud enough. Verse 36 one more time. Hold on. When did Jesus respond to the situation? What's the phrase as soon as? Can you give me one word? For your faith not to collapse, be quick to respond to Satan's voice. Don't process it. The moment you process it for a minute, you are ensnared. <laughs> Let me prove myself from scriptures. You know, how many of you have heard of Goliath? All right, if you've not heard of Goliath before, you don't come for Bible study. For how many days and how many nights did Goliath keep coming out, talking and cursing God and speaking into the life of the soldiers of Saul? How many days and 40 days, 40 nights. <laughs> if you keep hearing 40 days, you are useless. On the 41st day, they ask you, what's your middle name? Useless will be your middle name. Let me explain. People don't understand. There is nothing God created that was not spoken. Whatever doesn't exist now does not exist because God has not spoken. <laughs> Let there be, and there was. Let there be, and there was. Let... The place is stopped is where creation stopped. We are created in his image. To make your life, I need to release words. To destroy your life, the devil needs to release words. Whether make or break is all about 
Words. Words. <laughs> Excuse me, ma. <laughs> have you ever, if the devil really has power, why does he have to announce to you, to anybody, that I will kill you? <laughs> it sounds like a Yoruba man that wants to fight. I will finish. <laughs> this guy is a weakling. I will finish you. Last person I fought, go and ask about me. Person is still in mortuary, mortuary where Bobby. The person is still in the um, um, orthopedic hospital. Me, you've not heard of me. By the time he's finished speaking, if you do not. <laughs> Meanwhile, the guy is the chicken of all life. If, <laughs> and I can assure you, if you ever fought anybody that is in the orthopedic hospital, it's because his words made the person fall. <laughs> Not because there was a physical combat. And that's all the devil has. If you want to kill, I, why will, I will kill you. Pick it, I will kill you. <laughs> what well, I wanted to tell him, your father. But I don't remember God is his father. <laughs> so I changed my mind. <laughs> <laughs> I will kill you. I said, bros, why are you announcing? If you can't go and do it now, do you know why he's announcing? He's looking for your permission. That's all. The moment you give it to him, that is all. But the moment he says it, let's look at the temptation of Jesus. Let me finish Goliath. Goliath, how many days did this kept intimidating them? I will finish all of you. I will give your head to the ravens and the birds. Forty days. You hear that for 40 days. Even if you are as tall as Saul, huh? you are not sure whether your mother gave birth to you or they, she vomited you. You will not be sure which one happened. The person that defeated him heard him the first time and he reacted. Once. He didn't, he didn't wait for a second time. That first one, your father, I will come and give your head to the birds of the air. You wait for him to speak a second time, you are gone. If Jesus wait, as soon as they said, your daughter is dead, what did Jesus do? Jesus spoke. Sometimes it comes as a thought. Listen and gentlemen, for you to be a good Christian, victorious one, you need to be, you have to have a level of insanity. What humans call insanity. But in the spirit, it's warfare. You need to be talking when nobody's listening. What I, you see somebody sit down and say, me, die. <laughs> Jesus has died, I can't die. He's hearing something, he's not talking, he's not crazy. Because the truth is this. For you to break it, you can only break a thought by words, not by thoughts. Let me give you an example. Please, everybody in the congregation, we're going to count from 1 to 10. Or 1 to 20, keep counting. Okay? 1. Now, at some point, I will ask you a question. All of you respond. How many of you should respond? Please. I'm just trying to explain something to you, a spiritual fact using a physical analogy. 
So, 1 to 20. Go. No, no. In your thoughts. In your heart, eh? <laughs> your heart. Jam exam. In your heart, okay? Don't, don't say it out. Then I'm going to ask you a question which you are going to answer me verbally. Okay? You are going to verbalize the answer to my question. All right? So, let's count 1 to 20 from in your heart. 1, 2, go. Mm. What's your name? I, I, I told us the modus operandi of this exercise. It's very easy. I said you, the counting is in your heart. When I ask you the question, uh, respond verbally. Talk, not in your heart. What's your name? No, 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 no. Verbalize it, okay? So I'm going to, ch- okay, 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 I get it. You don't want your neighbor to know your name. Okay, I get it. I'll ask another question. <laughs> because that, some names are blessed. Now, <laughs> are we ready? The counting is in your heart, your thoughts. The answer should be okay. Start counting. What's the name of this church? Hold on. Can I ask you a question? That moment you answered me, were you still able to count? It has to stop. It must stop. So don't answer the devil back in your heart. Uh, Oh, no. Do you know the truth? He can't hear your thoughts. He can throw you thoughts. It's your actions that will tell you whether you bought it or not. Only God is the one that is the revealer of thoughts. That's not his jurisdiction. If you know, if you have revelation of the devil, you will not respect him anymore. You will know he's there as an adversary, but you will not. <laughs> Listen. Tell your neighbor, be quick to respond. So somebody is telling you, you will not finish this year. In your thoughts, what will you say? Are you going to answer in your heart? You verbalize it. Let me explain. Bible says in the book of James, the power of life and death is where? In your prayers. On your knees. Where? What part of man, on the day of Pentecost, what part of man did the Holy Ghost first of all take control of? Tongue. There is a reason. That is where you win or fail. If you shall think to this mountain, this is the mountain. It's called witchcraft. Run away from that church. Or Tom Mokbar is walking. Every prophet in scripture, even Jesus, he says, what I hear my father speak is what I say. You have to say it. When Jesus was tempted, second proof, in the book of Matthew 4, Luke 4, when Jesus was being tempted, who had the last say? No, no, let's check. First temptation. If you are the son of God, who started the conversation? 
<laughs> he will be the one that will start it. Make sure he's not the one that will finish it. He will be the one that will tell you, one day I was in Baltimore ministering in a church. I was in my hotel room and I was just in deep meditation and suddenly there came an encounter. Some guy came into the room, went on for almost 40 minutes. It was, it was serious. It was scriptures. It wasn't fight like this. And first of all, it was sounding like an angel of God. You know, your mother and your mother-in-law are about to go. So whatever you have to do for them now, do immediately. Uh, so I'm going, oh Lord, I'm very, very sentimental about my mom. I'm going, Lord, no, 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 no. I even thought it was the Lord. I said, no. She can't go. I've not done anything. What I have want to do for her, I've not, I've not even started. Then, you know, because it was actually sounding like an angel of God. Then the next thing is, don't argue with me. I said, she will go. I said, it won't be well with you. <laughs> I know you. You are not, you are, this is not God. Don't forget, the Bible says even the devil is disguised as an angel. So it's not, if you don't know scripture, you will not know whether it's God or the devil. That's what I'm telling you. You will not know. Some of, we have lost some people because the devil came and took permission from us. We felt it was God. And I saw it to a pastor. I had a dream. I saw it. No. God, <laughs> the devil showed it to you and you accepted it. And I told you, anytime he comes to talk to you, what is he looking for? Your permission. In the spirit, silence means consent. <laughs> In the spirit, silence means what? You say nothing. So who started the discussion with Jesus? Temptation. Who, who had the last say? That solves the problem. So if the devil comes and says, ah, you will lose this job again because you've lost one, you've lost two, you've lost three. Uh, you know, say, ah, Jesus, ah, have mercy on me. You will lose the job. <laughs> because Jesus did not speak to you. And Jesus did not say you should be asking him for mercy when the devil is talking to you. <laughs> Between you and him, it will amaze you. God's intervention is very little. <laughs> uh-uh. Otherwise, if it is not very little, you are meant to deal with the devil yourself in his name. His own intervention is very little. Very, very little. One reason. The Bible says, all power in heaven and on earth, Matthew 28, has been given unto me. Jesus now said, I give you that same power I collected. I give you power to tread upon and all the power. It didn't say powers. Power. Because there's just one he took. All the power of the enemy. Nothing shall by enemies hurt you. 1019, look. Now, what that simply says is, everything you need, what the devil was using to oppress, are collected. Collected it. The Bible says, Colossians 2, the Bible says he has, he has taken away, blotted out the handwriting of ordinances that were written against us, taken it out of the way, nailed it on the cross, and having made a public show, public display of them, he has... When God, Jesus, rose, all authority is now his, he didn't go with it. He doesn't need it in heaven. Don't forget, the glory he left in John 17, he had asked us to return to him, which is the glory of he being God. So he doesn't need to go with any authority. 
He left the ultimate authority in heaven to come to the earth. So when he returned, what he collected from the devil, he collected for us. Not for him. The devil knows him. (laughs) Haven't you read the scripture where he shows up, all the demons say, Son of God, what do we have to do with you? They know him without he announcing himself. What he collected, he collected for you and I. And it's not for us to have a party. To show for the presence of him. Who has called us out of darkness into his marvelous light. For the 321, these people have I fought for myself. They shall show forth my praise. So ladies and gentlemen, don't be quiet. We are too quiet. The devil loves it. Oh, so he tells you, this year, December has come again now. Business has shut down. He says, yeah, that's how Nigeria is. And yet, between now and the end of the year, some people will still go and roll and cry, God, what did I do? This is too much. Why? They didn't give the devil permission to shut their door. Ah, that project, you cannot do it, though. <laughs> Bros. The Bible says, faithful is he who has begun a good work in me. And don't be bothered if you don't know chapter and verse. When Jesus was replying him, did he say chapter and verse? No, he only said, man shall not live. Simple. <laughs> you don't have to, hey, like PK, no, you don't need all that. Jesus did not quote chapter and verse. He only told him what scripture said. The truth is the whole scripture is one word. Chapterization and booking is just for our good. Because if it is just one whole book, all of us will not finish so. <laughs> Can you imagine you start studying? We're going to start studying the Bible. So we start from Genesis. It has no end. Until we get to Revelation, we can't stop. Bros, even me, I'll tell God, Lord, even you rested. Allow me some rest. <laughs> Poke your neighbor again. Don't be quiet this year. You are going for an interview. I want you to notice that it doesn't speak until something good is about to happen. Until something good is about to happen. Say, hey, this pregnancy, you are going to lose it again. No? You know, say, oh, Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. That's where we begin to sing some very interesting songs. Oh, Lord, deliver Daniel. Daniel was not pregnant. Oh, Lord, deliver Daniel. Oh, Lord, deliver Daniel. Just come and deliver me. God is saying, my job is not to deliver you from. First Peter says, submit, sorry, First Peter says that the devil is going around like a lion, looking for whom to devour. Whom ye resist, who does he resist him? You, not God. Whom ye resist steadfastly in faith. Our job is to tell him, bros, you don't belong here. Huh? This property belongs to so, so, this property belongs to, is a private property. Trespassers will be brutally dealt with by other sisters of mercy. You need, that one need meditation for you to understand. <laughs> brutally, sisters of mercy. Now, be quick to respond. Don't be quiet this year. First Peter, that should be First Peter chapter 3, that should be verse number five or eight if I'm correct, I think it's verse five. He says, 
Sanctify the Lord in your hearts. And be quick to give an answer to everyone that requests of you of the hope that is in you. Be quick. Be quick. If Jesus did not speak, do you know what? Because Jesus had heard it. Huh? It's like, that, girl, that girl will not get up. Number two. Verse 36 still. Ah, uh, Pastor, please let somebody be signaling to me. <laughs> you know, I used to be a stammerer, so I'm making up for all the lost non-talking time that I had as a young man. <laughs> please, I beg you. Wow, I'm being carried away now. I'm very sorry. Pastor, can I have five minutes more? All right. No, if it's not okay, please tell me. Uh, okay, sir. <laughs> My head is not this shape for nothing. <laughs> As soon as Jesus heard the word that was spoken, he said to who? The ruler of the synagogue. Please, avoid distractions. Whenever your faith is under attack, avoid what? Avoid distractions. Number one, be quick to respond. Number two, who was the one that came to announce that your daughter is dead? Some person we don't know his or her name, right? Who, was, who did the person speak to? Don't disturb the master. Jesus heard it, responded quickly. Did Jesus respond to the carrier of the news? Who did he speak to? You should know who is a stakeholder in your matter and who is not relevant. A lot of times we spend... Serious time with like, Pastor Femi, I don't know about you, but I don't have you discovered Nigerians we are more interested in the cause of our matter than the solution. Pastor, I want to know who he did it <laughs> so that you can be bitter. <laughs> who cares who did it? So long God God solves it for you. Who cares? Why do you want to know who did it? So you now carry yourself to some prophet who didn't go to school. Who does not understand scriptures will not be telling you mm, the usual suspect is your mother-in-law. I see a woman, not too tall, not too short. She's in between black and white. Not fair, not dark, not fat. Every Nigerian is not fat, nor slim. <laughs> Nonsense. People, Avoid distractions. Know from scripture what is necessary. He says, matter, you are mattering over many things. Mary has chosen that which is, it's not that the food is not good, but it is a distraction for now. The devil always throws that in. Number three, let's run. Next verse. Next verse, please. Maybe I'll stop here. Please read. Want to read? This place is very excited. Very, very excited. Jesus' faith was under attack. Being attacked by what he was hearing. I'm so sorry if I'm going to, I'm not going to, I'm moving right and left. I'm a bit restless, okay? I'm not a pastor. 
So forgive me. Now, <laughs> there's a mischievous brother on this side. <laughs> we know ourselves when we hear ourselves. <laughs> Number three point. Remind yourself of past victories. Whenever your faith is under attack, remind yourself of past victories. Let me explain how this explains to us past victories. Don't forget, situation has gone from bad to worse. In fact, it had moved from worse to worst. Okay? Nothing is worse than death. This girl is dead. When the journey started, she was sick. Now she's dead. She dead. That's ghetto. Now, don't forget, I made the general statement at the beginning. Always know the difference between grace and truth, between principles and presence, or between God's principle and his personality. Let me explain. God's principle is more important to him than his person. The Bible says, Psalm 138 verse 2, I will worship towards the holy temple. Praise your name for your loving kindness and for your truth. For thou hast highly exalted your word above all your names. The only reason why God will subject himself to becoming a man, to come and die, is because he's subjecting himself to his principles. He's one that told Adam, the day you eat of it, you die. Excuse me, if God now says, after Adam did it, if God says you will not die again, who will question him? But his principle is more important than himself. So he won't change it. But he will bring a solution. The solution will cost him to remove himself from being God. Uh, become man. So that he can come and pay for the punishment he ordered. That's how important God's principle is. That's why, please, if you find a scripture, die there. If God cannot change this, which devil will change it? So his principles are more important. Now look at this. I told you initially, I said, there's a principle for ministering to the sick, which is lay hands. You will not see laying on of hands on any dead. Widow of Nino, 541, all the ones that Jesus raised. Lazarus, how was Lazarus raised? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Jesus said, remove the stone when he went there. Say, I'm a man of the almighty God. Stepped into the grave. <laughs> Lay hands on Lazi. Lazi, come on. Lazi, come on. <laughs> no, no, no. What did he do? Spoke. Lazarus, come forth. In the name of Jesus, that project comes alive. In the name of Jesus, that project comes alive. There's a man to the left here. In Jesus' mighty name, that project comes alive. So, since it was no longer a ministration of laying hands, it has now become a ministration of, of words. Thank you, my sister. I love that sister. A ministration of words. Jesus went with only folks that have experienced a miracle that came from ministration of words. He only took Peter, James, and John. Go back to Luke 5. When they were by the pool, by the Sea of Genazareth, all night if he taught, Peter toy caught nothing. Huh? Chapter 5. Caught nothing. Suddenly, Jesus now said, 
hands on the boat. Boat as you go. Potato. Go. That's wrong, please. I, I, forgive me for that. That's very wrong. Say your boat. No, 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 no. He said, launch into the deep. Now, he said it to Peter. But Peter had partners. If you read verse 10 or 11, you will see his partners. The Bible calls them James and John, sons of Zebedee. They were there. This, these three had seen a miracle that came from where? Those are the only ones he took. Huh? Please, you must also understand. Always remind yourself of past victories. If your faith comes under attack, what I usually do is I pick a chalk or a pen, make a list. The ones I prayed that he did. The ones I prayed that he overdid. The one I didn't ask for that he did. The one, let you make a list. Before you finish, your faith has, has gone to another level. This same Jesus that did the same one. Bible says, faithful is he who has begun a good work in you. Who shall surely do it for Jesus Christ the same yesterday, the same today, and the same forever. I don't know what he has done for you before, but sister, he's alive. He will do it again. The devil cannot stop you from getting to where you are going. I said Jesus will do it again. I said Jesus will do it again. Poke your neighbor and tell your neighbor, he will do it again. Hey! When I think of the goodness of the Lord and all he has done for me, my very soul will shout hallelujah. All that man will praise the Lord for his goodness and his wonderful works to the children of men. He who has broken the gates of brass, turned the bars of iron asunder. There's a song we used to sing those days. God is a big man. God is a big man. Who know no uncle and small boy. Ladies and when you see Jesus in action, F F B I C I A M I six, there are chicken feet where Jesus is operating. When he moves, Bible says in Matthew 21, he says, Haven't you read that the stones that the builders have rejected have become the head of the corner? He says, This stone is a rock of offense. You stumble against it, you'll be broken to pieces. He rose against you, you'll be grounded to powder. Whatever situation, I've been standing January to November that has not moved. That rock of offense rose against it this morning in the name of Jesus. Remind yourself past victories. When David went against Goliath, he was not quoting someone else's testimony. He was saying his own. The God that delivered me from the hand of the lion. I from the hand of the bear he will deliver you into my hand ladies and gentlemen the God that made sure you did not die last year he cannot leave you to die this year he cannot leave you to die next year the God that made sure that you are not in the hospital in November you cannot be in the hospital in December somebody lift your hand and say hallelujah make a list Finally, number four. Let me stop at number three. That's all. No, 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 no. 
Pastor, I will still give Pastor. You have to please obey the rules of the house. Oh, I can go on. Your own go on does not matter. His own is not matter. That's the father of the house. So if he doesn't. Number four. Oh, kapare kemehana. Don't be afraid of any witch. I'm talking to a sister. If anybody tries it, that they said they are going to kill you like they killed your sister. Ladies and gentlemen, you will hear stories. The Bible says when they move from one nation to another nation, from one kingdom to another people, he rebuked kings for their sake, suffered no man to do them harm. Say, touch not my anointed and do my prophets no harm. Paul said in Galatians 6, 17, I bear upon my body the marks of the Lord Jesus. Let no man trouble me. Isaiah 7, 7, thus said the Lord, he shall not stand, neither shall he come to pass. Ladies and gentlemen, Isaiah 54, 14, in righteousness shall thou be established. You will be far from terror and oppression, for they shall not come near thee. Verse 15, surely they shall gather together. Whoever gathers for your sake shall fall for your sake. Verse 17, no weapon of warfare formed against you shall prosper. Any tongue that rises can take his judgment, we shall condemn. This is the heritage of the sons of God and their reward is of me said the Lord no slow motion quick response quick response says that an accident is going to happen accident happened where the blood of Jesus is speaking don't it's not a thought say it out let people, we are always talking to yourself. You can't understand. If only they know that what you are saying is what is saving everybody, they would tell you, please keep talking. They'll go and look for a microphone for you. Number four. Next verse. Bros, the longer you are staying with the verse, the more they will focus on my head. <laughs> No, what's the verse before 39? 38, thank you. And he comes, he came to the house of the ruler of the synagogue and saw the multitude, the tumult, and them that wept and wailed greatly. Next verse. And when he was coming, when he saw them, now ladies and gentlemen, Jesus saw them crying. Please, I love this place too. Don't forget, he has not gone to pray for the girl yet. He has not spoken to the girl yet, but this was where the girl got up. Ma, this was where the girl... Why were they crying? They were crying because the girl... So what did Jesus tell them that their mistake is? Jesus said she's not. She's doing what? Anybody that is sleeping, what do we do? That's where she got up. Before Jesus ever prayed. This declaration went ahead. Number four. Declare faith. Before you see it. When I want to do something and my, my faith is like, blah, 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 blah. I surround myself. I was, in, I was in somebody's office 
and I saw the board. I saw different locations on the board. I don't understand it. So I was asking. I actually asked the Holy Spirit. I said, Sir, I'm so sorry. What's, what's this list? A vision is being written out. And brethren, it will happen. I saw it some few minutes ago. It will happen. Now listen, people. If you do not address the mourners, eh, before you address the situation, what you see there is death. Everything that several stones were thrown at him. Number one, words. Number two, action. The first one was he heard they said. He responded. Number two, then he now saw them acting it out. <laughs> Especially if they are Yoruba people. He, no, I'm serious. I love the way Igbo people cry. They are all crying. Sometimes you wonder whether they are just finished Akbo and they are just <laughs> whatever. I love them. They're my people. But Yoruba, Yoruba people are the ones that can cry. There's nothing wrong. Go. <laughs> they will cry now. Give them, give them, give them Eba after. Hey, 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 hey. This soup is not They are crying. They are still crying. Very interesting, folks. <laughs> I'm telling you, I've seen it before. I saw a Yoruba man crying that somebody had died and he was eating bread. <laughs> uh, whoever did this, go with, go with your job. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Lord have mercy. <laughs> what, what, kind, what, what kind of money is that? <laughs> but, you know, there are different realms of cry. There's KJV. There's new KJV. There's revised standard. Yoruba amplified version. <laughs> amplified. You know what that means? We are related to Jeremiah. We don't just cry. We raise lamentations. When, when we cry, we sing. It's always lamentation, it's not crying. <laughs> They attacked him with words. Then they attacked him with actions. Words didn't work. Expect the action. <laughs> but the moment you get over the action, you win. How do you win over the action? Declare to them God's reaction. What are they crying for? death. What did Jesus say that is the true situation? Sleep. That was where the case of the girl was finished. The moment you can bring death to sleep, you wake it up. Lazarus' temple, uh, tomb. Mary came as much as she loved Jesus. Lord, if you were here, Four days ago, my brother would not have died. Jesus said, I am the, and the, for every death, there was a counter of life. I'm the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, though you were dead, shall live again. He said, no, I know, resurrection money will see. Who is talking of resurrection money? I'm talking of Kita, now. Now, I'm talking of now. 
How many of you are hoping that the situation will turn around next week? No, 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 no. Ah, okay, we'll wait for you next week. How are we going to get it? No, I'm not saying when. I say how. We declare, we declare what the word says. We declare what the word says. One person came. <laughs> he gave me the last church I pastored. We were building. While we were building, you know all this Omanila saga. They came and said, oh, the land is now their own. Blah, 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 blah. I was in a long fast. I said, I don't, please, I don't want all this. I told my pastor to go and give them 100,000. They came back. This was the early 2000s, 2002 or thereabout. They came back and said, um, they want one million minimum. One million of whose money? God's money or my money? If it is my own money, I won't even give you one there. God's money? I told them, I said, ah. They said, we'll see. I said, we'll see. Make sure they don't have the last bottle. You'll see? We'll see. Some few days later, they sent one baba came. Sincerely, if I knew what he came for, I wouldn't have offered him my tea and my biscuit. I'm a Yoruba boy. You see an elder you respect. I came, came off my seat. I prostrated. The man sat down. Now told me he's the head and representative of that family that came. That, because uh, after those ones left, after their threats, I told them, I said, one cobble, one cobble, you will not get. They said, we'll see. I said, we'll see. Shabi, is there where you are going to? Go. He will tell you you went to the wrong place. The Baba now came. He made sure I finished my tea and biscuit. That tea and biscuit is still, God needs to take away from my heart. <laughs> I now said, uh, he came to, and I said, Baba, I had already sworn that one cup I won't give them, but to honor your coming and your age, the hundred thousand I promised, let them go and ah, Baba now said, no. Minimum is one million. I said, Baba, I can't give any one million. Do you know what the man said? After my tea and biscuit. The man said, he heard that I'm very stubborn. That they've told him I'm stubborn. That I better do what they say. Otherwise, I will see what my eyes have not seen before. I said, Baba. I said, in the spirit, Baba, you're a small boy. There's no need for respect anymore. In the spirit, me and you are not mates. You're a small boy. He now shook his head that young man does not know charm, calls it vegetable. I said, Baba, it is ugu vegetable. <laughs> ugu, that's what it is. Go and tell people that don't know scripture that one. It's ugu vegetable. He said, uh, he said, this was Saturday. He said, tomorrow we'll see what will happen in service. <laughs> I was excited. We are coming to the stop service of the Holy Spirit. Ah, Tiji Vajje. I was excited because now he has taken me out of the way. It is now he and God. Ah, drama. <laughs> I told my pastor, I, I was not meant to preach on Sunday. I told my pastor, the pastor, I said, please, I have to preach. Don't worry. I had no sermon, really. I was just going to prepare church for drama. I told the ushers, I said, ushers, this was Sunday morning. I said, ushers, please, today is no anointing service. If anybody falls, 
Let me know. Because the last thing, I made sure I had the last word. The last thing I told him, I said, Baba, if you send anybody to come and disturb the service of the Holy Ghost, and they're able to return with their two legs to tell you how they disturb the service of the Holy Ghost, I said, Baba, God is dead. That's what I told him. Baba, God is dead. He said, I said, yes. Go. He shook his head. I shook my own ten times. I, I know I'm scared. I knew what I knew. What, I mean, I, I'll forgive me, please. I feel like I'm speaking some vernacular now. I knew what mess their life was already into. Holy Ghost, they won't find your pieces. <laughs> Woo, sugar. So I, in the morning, I drew a line. <laughs> Went to early morning. I, Saturday to Sunday, I always sleep in church. So I drew a line. That day, so that they won't think it's even my prayers. I, I made sure my prayer was just singing worship. I didn't do anything. I didn't. I went to bed early. <laughs> I tried for drama. I'm, a, I'm in the audience. Act once in one. They will come for. They will keep on. So I drew a line and I said, Lord, whoever crosses this line, bow, please, for police matter, no death. They just fall. <laughs> we wake them up. <laughs> Like I told Baba, I said, we'll bring them to you. And in front of you, we'll tell them not to get off. And I meant it. So I told Ushers, no anointing service today. Anybody that falls, just call me. So that service, went, it was more of me singing because I had no nothing. I wasn't prepared for anything. So I kept checking the with the, uh, Usher, Anybody has fallen? Say no. Ah, they will soon come. They have not arrived. It's not possible for them to come without falling. You, you pass the door that I drew a line up, you will fall. Except it's not the Holy Ghost you have. You have called to battle. I was I told your church, you see something today. <laughs> Brother, I was so disappointed. They didn't show up. I, no, I'm serious. Because I wanted the church to see drama. You know, sometimes some people need to see for them to know that the Holy Ghost they carry is real. You need to see him in action. Ha! Oh, I felt bad. On Tuesday, I don't go to the office on Monday, on Tuesday, my, the gate man came up and said, Pastor, there's somebody at the gate. He, I said, tell the person to come in. He said, the person said he doesn't want to come in. He just gave him the letter. Uh, this, is, this, is, this is where my office is. This is the building. There's a road. There's a filling, a gas station. So he said the person crossed the road, gave him the letter that please you haven't given pastor and crossed back on the other side of the road and told him he will wait here for the reply. <laughs> on the other side of the road. I said, go and call. He said, I've never seen that. He said, the guy said, he's not coming. Do you know what they wrote? He said, pastor, sir, we're your neighbors. We don't have any intention to fight with you. Any amount you give us is okay. One cobble I didn't give them. Go and bring your father. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, grow in knowledge and the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Let's stand to pray. Let's end it there. Stand to pray. Jesus, Lamb of God, where is your name? Jesus, Lamb of God. Jesus.
said is dead what are you going to do to it speak vision come alive project come alive expectation come alive there's a woman here to my left my womb come alive the womb of my husband well not womb in that case I can't mention come alive in the name of Jesus because the Lord is saying it's actually your husband that has a problem but come alive Use yourself as a point of contact. Come on, church, lift up your voice this morning. Come alive. I can't say I can't say it for you. She's not dead. She's sleeping. Come alive. Come alive. Let God's calling on your life. Let it come alive. The lady here to my left. Trust in God for the child. Can you come, come quickly? Very quickly, where are you? God is saying it's actually your husband that needs the help. Not, not you. It's your husband that needs the help. Very quickly, come on. Speak, speak, speak. Very quickly. You, I can't help you speak to it. You got to speak to it yourself. Address it. My business come alive. My ministry come alive. You are not dead. You are sleeping. I wake you up today in the name of Jesus. My vision come alive. Destiny kicking. Come alive in the name of Jesus. Come on, pray. I can't say it for you. Nobody can say this for you. Come alive. She is not dead. She's asleep. I wake you up. 
your hands, all you people. Let's clap unto our God, our Father, our King, and the Governor of the nations. Father, we thank you.